0: Yesterday was a big day in the Hanchy household. My son messaged me. He had been studying for his learner's permit. Something that, I mean, I was driving at the age of 12, illegally on the roads, going up and getting gas and grabbing my mom groceries and stuff. I looked at the part. It was a different time. And the gas station was right at the end of our neighborhood and the grocery store was just really I shouldn't have done it and when I tell my son these things I'm like yeah when I got out of school because I took drivers at in school I I was the first student to make it to the DMV my stepfather at the time took me and I got to the DMV the first one in line I took my driver's test I remember everywhere I went came back got my license didn't come back till two o'clock the next day and my son reminds me of these stories because I tell him everything. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've told him things because I don't want anybody to ever go to him and say, did you know your mom used to do this to try to make me look bad to my son? That's why I did the dirty laundry episode, because one day if I'm ever able to do something and make a difference, I don't want somebody to try to discredit me and and say that, you know, well this is what you used to do and you never were truthful or something like that. So that's why I try to be very forthright and just very honest and just and that's just why I'm just open. I don't have anything to hide. So my son said he needed to have an appointment for his learner's permit. Well, you see, I haven't been bugging him about studying for his learner's permit because it's up to him. I was like if you want it bad enough, you'll do it. I was living and breathing to drive. I had to go. I had to get my license. I was working at the age of 11. I needed a license. I was ready to go. I couldn't wait to get out of the house. I, I, don't, I hope my son doesn't feel the same way, but they've changed the laws. It used to be 15 and eight months, you get your learner's permit. And then at 16, once you've gone through driver's ed, you go and you get your license. Well, now it's changed. It's 15 and six months. Then you have to have your learners for nine months. You have to go to school to do it. And he's taking all these AP courses and everything, and he's not going to be able to take drivers in school. So we're going to have to take care of it ourselves, I guess. Everybody just goes like Patriot or something. My old shop teacher in high school was a, his side job was a, was a driving teacher and I don't even know if Mr Case is still around. God bless him. I hope I hope he is. I hate to think of a world without Dean Case. He was a nice man. I liked him. Taught auto mechanics at Lafayette High School. So I was leaving it up to my son. Well when I got a driver's license back in the day, the learner's permit was a piece of paper and then the driver's license would come out and it was the first fake ID I ever made. It was real easy because you could cut the plastic and put another picture in and seal it back up and use food coloring to make the paper and the back look green, just like the official paper. And then they went to the sealed ones and you couldn't duplicate those as well. But you would wait at the DMV for it to, to shoot out your license. It would be all nice and warm and it was so exciting. And it was like, oh, this is so cool. Well, I haven't really looked into all it takes for my son to get his license because I was like proof to me that you you want it, it's all up to you. So I go ahead and I schedule, you know, I schedule the appointment after he asked me to. Well, I hit confirm and went everything and we went to the DMV yesterday with all the paperwork and of course, I didn't have all the right paperwork. The notarized copy of the birth certificate doesn't work. They need the official one. But luckily, our husband, our husband, <laughs> his father, and my husband, was home and took us up there. And I said, will you please run back home because we're just a hop, skip, and a jump from the DMV and get the um, real birth certificate. It's right there on the top of the desk. I had just taken it out. I don't know why. I didn't think to grab it. And then I took in a piece of mail that had come to him, but that didn't qualify because it was from a college thing it had to be another kind of mail for proof but luckily it was on his social security card that i had never torn off the mailing label which was great that counted and then my driver's license counted as another form of showing where he lived so i had to get all this together well then the appointment didn't go through but i talked my way into please I cannot leave here without my son being able to take this test because I screwed something up. I've got to make this happen. What do we need to do? And thankfully, it took a lot longer, but he was able to take his test. And when I was up there, I'm looking, I'm taking pictures, of course, because I put everything in a photo album. Uh, You know, we're up to like 52 now or 54, and I'm like... taking pictures while he's taking it, and I'm walking back and forth, and I had my neck collar on because I knew that being able to focus and hold my head up just didn't need to worry about, so I was like, I'll get the collar to do it for me, and then he comes out. He passed, and I was so happy for him, and then we go up, and they're like, well, would you like to go ahead and just pay for his license now because his learners will turn into his driver's license and you won't have to come back. And I'm like, oh wow, things have changed. So they gave him a piece of paper as a temporary permit until his actual plastic card comes in the mail. So we now have another driver in the house and we went and took him driving last night. I came home afterwards because my body started crumpling. I had had PT earlier and I needed to sit down and the last thing i wanted to do was to get back up and get in a vehicle to teach my son how to drive but i was like i can't miss this first you know it's just i've got to make this happen it's like i've been trying you know since he started eating scrambled eggs for breakfast i'm like i have to get up and make him this breakfast every morning now i mean it just has to happen so after he's rested a little bit and done his chores He's ready to go driving. So we go. And I'm in the back seat while my husband's in the front riding shotgun and my son's practicing in the the parking lot. And my biggest fear was if my son hit a bump and my body popped out. Now, isn't that sad? You're supposed to be worried about your son hitting something and... Is he going to do this right and do that right? He was doing quite well. I just knew the wrong speed at the wrong time would have knocked my body out. See the speed bump of October 15th 2022. (laughs) So I was a little concerned and afraid because I know that it would have upset him if something had happened and a rib popped out and... I just didn't want to be set back anymore. Not trying to be selfish, but I just didn't want to be set back anymore. And that was my biggest fear, was something subluxing because my son might have hit a bump. He didn't. He didn't hit a thing. Did quite well. I'm real, real proud of him. And then I started thinking about it. I was a little bummed because, well, I went to PT, and I had the the postural restoration experience, and it was an experience of a lifetime, to be quite honest with you, my life, today, I'm just, I'm just going to sit here, I'm on ice, on heat, I've got pain in a few areas, but they're fascial adhesions, I know exactly what they are, and they need to be gotten rid of, and I found this new fascia person in Virginia Beach, and I was supposed to go see her, well, I've been through so much with fascia of late and so much with this illness. I have lived my life to the fullest because I wasn't having any kids. I was told I couldn't. So I have no regrets. I've done plenty of things I shouldn't have done. I've been homeless. I've had my job held over my head. I've been sexually harassed. I've been afraid to to, to figure out where my next meal was going to come from, where my next rent payment was going to come from. You know, could I make it through that dark alley? You know, I've been through stuff. And do you know that the past two years have probably been the most mentally draining And probably the hardest in my life. My pregnancy, the best time of my entire life. I was warm. I ate. I felt great. Even when I was vomiting and having to get up and and go to the bathroom six to ten times a night. It was great. Trip the light, fantastic. Absolutely slam damn funky time, wonderful. And the past two years, and trying to find people to deal with me with this illness, has trumped all of that, and just just been miserable. And last night was my last straw. I was so proud that I got myself to postural restoration because I saw Anetta. I have Sarah and Anetta; they're the two that are working on me. And by the time she got done with me. I understood what was wrong. When I'm breathing, put your hand around your neck like you're choking yourself. (laughs) And just lie down and take a deep breath in. If you feel your neck tensing up and tightening, you're using the wrong muscles to breathe. I've been waiting for two years for somebody to help me with my breathing I have been complaining about my breathing I have been asking for please help me, help me, somebody to help me with my breathing and it was yesterday a woman explaining to me and proving it to me because my arm didn't go where it needed to go and my leg didn't drop where it needed to drop But after I started getting oxygen properly into my body and using my diaphragm, I saw the measurements after our session. And I was like, oh, my stars. I found them. These are the people right now. This is it. I understand why I'm going down. It's because I'm not getting breath. So I started thinking about this appointment that I had scheduled with this next person for fascia. And it was going to be in October. She could have seen me next week. Now, it was funny because she had such a full schedule when I called her. And it was lucky that she was going to be able to get me in. Now, this was last week. And I said, well, you know, thinking that it was going to be um, a month or two before she could get me in because that's how it is with the guy in Richmond who's so overbooked and he works five days a week. This woman works like nine to four Monday through Thursday, Now I think nine to three one day, and she was talking about how busy she was, and I'd be lucky if I could get in, so I said, okay, well, when can I schedule, and she's like, okay, I can get you in Thursday the 14th, and I was like, okay, that's just next week. I I didn't expect to be able to get in that early, and if you hear my stomach, I apologize, and I was like, well, I have an appointment scheduled w- with my other, you know, with my fasciologist on the 13th. And it's kind of like, and I'm not calling anybody evil, but you choose the, the enemy of your friend or the lesser of two evils. There's that some saying, you know, and I already know what I've got with Ebony. I already know what's going to happen. And she's been working on me for two years. I need, you know, the situation of me not mentioning her name for her just to accept, you know, I'm sorry. It didn't happen, but please just take care of my pain. I'm paying you just like everybody else. Just treat me fairly and just get these adhesions out because it's just the last few. I just I need them done. I need them gone. I need them out and you can do it. Just please do it and don't don't be upset up with don't be upset with me anymore because I didn't mention your name. You told me you didn't need accolades. You told me all of this and then made me feel like dirt when I didn't say your name, and I felt horrible, and it has wear, worn heavy on my heart, but I can't, I can't. The people have, <laughs> the people have spoken. No, it's just that I have had my come-to-Jesus moment where I can't, I can't worry about it anymore. I just can't, uh, I can't, and the woman that is in charge of marketing, with Ashley Black was kind enough to tell me that she was thrilled that I was able to network and meet wonderful people and that was the whole intention of it so she kind of reassured me that hey it's okay this is what we've done and I don't you know it's done and I feel bad but it's over let's skip it here's your money please help me because I know you've got a gift and you can make me better so Because I've been working so hard with her for two years, I just, I want, it's like I've got two more appointments scheduled and I know in my body where these adhesions are. I can feel them and that's where I hurt. And once you start getting the adhesions released, your fascia starts restoring to health. I've had fewer subluxations. Now, granted, I'm not like vacuuming. I'm not. You know, putting the sheets on the bed and stuff like that. I have to work on strengthening before I can attempt to do any of that. But I was talking to my friend the, yesterday and she popped her collarbone out when she reached over to scratch her back and then popped the other side out trying to fix the other. I've been very fortunate because I feel that once you restore your fascia to health, you, you have fewer subluxations unless there's an incident. I've already gone over what's caused me to sublux over the course of the past two years. Exercise that I wasn't supposed to do. Going over a speed bump. Putting on my underwear while I was standing and falling. Trying to put on my bra or donning my bra. And reaching behind me. So I got a front clasp or I step in. To my bra after I've hooked it once. It's a, if it's a back clasp. I've just learned to live my life cautiously. And when I'm driving, I'm going, oh gosh, please don't hit me! Please don't hit me! <laughs> Nobody could be coming for miles, and I'm going, please don't let somebody come up from behind all of a sudden and rear end me! Please don't let me hit somebody! Oh my stars! Please, oh please, oh please! <laughs> I'm I've, I've st- I don't want to pop out anything. So as I'm going down the steps, I'm going, oh, please don't let anything happen. Watch your step, Christy, because you fell down these steps before. You know, I, I just all these things in my head. And so after my postural restoration appointment yesterday, I realized that I'm now ready for this next step. I need help with my breathing because I can't stand up for long because I'm not standing properly and I'm not able to breathe properly. And she put this band, like a TheraBand, around my knees and had me work on spreading my legs apart while activating my hamstrings, pushing my heels with my knees bent into the floor and moving my hands out. As I inhaled and exhaled, I had to move my legs and my, and my arms at the same time. And my glutes got a workout and my legs were shaking after like four times because those muscles are so weak. So that's what I need to work on. So when I came home, I messaged the new fascia person and said, Look, I can't, I tried like crazy to reschedule this appointment with the PT, but I realized how vitally important and necessary they are to me at this moment in my life. And I need to be able to breathe. It can release all the adhesions in the world, but it doesn't do me any good when I can't step, stand up for any length of time. I'm doing this lying down because it's early in the morning and I've got to be able to go get some grapes because I ran out. I ate like five pounds of grapes in three days and some chocolate ice cream for my husband so he can make milkshakes. And I've got to pick up my son and these curbsides that I've got to be able to cook for my son and then take him to work. So I have to be able to be up. And I've got paperwork and stuff to do But I just so had this moment that I'm like, screw it. I'm over it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm taking charge and I'll be damned if anybody's going to make me feel guilty when I pay them or guilty because I interview them and ask them questions. And I'm trying to refrain from calling this woman anything. But when I said, look, I need to reschedule this one appointment, I was not looking forward to First of all, driving an hour away, then going through a tunnel that adds at least 30 to 45 minutes, if you're lucky, on a regular day because of the backup. And she was already talking about that because I asked her questions. I said, look, what is your background? And she's, and she's a massage therapist that uses the Fascia Blasters. And I read her reviews. And she's the only other person that does it. And she's been doing it longer than mine for six and a half years. But she pointed out that my fasciologist has more training than she does. But she goes, I'm pretty intuitive. Well, that's great. I'm glad you're intuitive. But I need to know that you can do what I need you to do on my body. So she was already hemming and hawing when I was asking her questions. I said, look, I've been dealing with dealing with this for two years. And I said, I know what I need. And I said, I just, I don't want to massage with the fascia blasters. I said, I, it's pretty intense. She goes, well, how much pressure does she apply now? I said, it's pretty intense. I, and she goes, well, walk me through what you do. I said, well, it's 15 minutes in the sauna and then 45 minutes of body work. And she goes, oh, well, I'll spend an hour to 90 minutes on you. She goes, and I set you under an infrared light. And I'm like, okay. And then that started making me go back to the days of, you know, before there were tanning beds, I, you would go and there would be like a booth that you would get in and they'd have like aluminum foil pretty much on the wall. And then these grids that you would cook chicken on, you know, <laughs> that that would heat up like in a frying pan. And then they'd have a a, a grill in front of it so you didn't touch it if you bumped into it, but you still, they weren't big enough, you still could touch the the heat element, you know, but it pretty much was like aluminum foil, the heat element, and then a grill over top of it, and you would stand in the middle and get it blaring on you from all four sides to get a tan, and you would hold up your arms so they wouldn't be white underneath, and you would rotate, and then you'd graduate to the suntan bed where you would lie down and they'd have music in it and fans blowing on you. I kind of felt like going from my fasciologist with the sauna to an infrared light back into 1980s suntanning. And I already felt that that was cheapening (laughs) the experience that I've already had. It's like if you've already got the best and you've already got what's working for you, it's, it, it, it's a, it's a crapshoot. And I just wasn't willing to give up my appointment this week with my regular scheduled fasciologist to go and try this woman. My husband wanted me to do that. I said, no, you don't understand. I've been living for the past two weeks with pain that I know I can get addressed as long as we're on the same page, my fasciologist and I, that I need out. And I said, I honestly can't wait and go to this new woman and hope she's going to do for me the same as mine because she's intuitive and she's taking care of other people's pain. She has two other patients with EDS and their skin's real sensitive and she can't really do much with them. Well, I'm not your average EDS patient. We all have our own little things that are different. And I'm like, explain to her what I need and she goes well I guess I could go harder and I said well I've got something on my nose and I said and I need that done I said you do you do the face and she started getting a little perturbed that I was asking her questions I said I apologize I said I've just been working with one person and they've made me feel like nobody else in the world can help me and I feel like I'm being held prisoner but I said but they work and I and they know what they're doing and it's what's given me my ability to walk so please understand before I take a two-hour trip, possibly, to your establishment and still take a chance on being behind and then missing my appointment because you just don't know. Not with the Hampton Roads traffic. You just don't know. And I said, "I, I didn't expect that you could get me in so early and I already have another appointment scheduled. I said, when's your next appointment? Well, she could do the 26th. Well... I'm already scheduled with my other fasciologist for two weeks. I said, I, "Let's go for October." So I went ahead, and she gave me October third, and I said, "Well, I've got PT that day. I guess I could possibly make it in time if it's." I said, "How long is your session?" And she told me an hour. I said, "Okay." I said, "We could try for that." I said, "But um, it's." I I feel like I said I've offended you, and I apologize for that. And she's like, "Oh no, I have really thick skin." I said, okay. I said, I just want you to know, I said, this is just, I said, I've got several people that I, I know would be willing to come to you because you're closer for them than Williamsburg. And I really am looking forward to seeing you. And again, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you by asking questions. I just need to know that you're willing to apply the pressure because that's what I need. I don't have sensitive skin. I do, but not with you pushing on it and I'll bruise but I'll get over it. I mean, I've, I've outgrown the sensitive skin thing. You know, I had where my hands would be so bad. I mean, this is why I wear gloves even when it's probably like 70 or 65 degrees outside. When it starts getting a little chilly, I need to put gloves on because my hands would literally just crack and bleed. And it was absolutely miserable. And I've seen what I went through in my son in different ways. In his lips and on his feet where mine was my hands, and then we both have sensitive skin and don't scar well, so I'm recognizing things, you know, with my son, and I started thinking about it, you know, I need to really work on my breathing, so I I messaged her that, you know, I I need to to reschedule the third, now this is a lot of time, you know, this is more than two weeks, notice I said I I just need another day other than a Tuesday or Thursday because my PT schedule is set up for Tuesdays and Thursdays and there's just no way I could do both appointments the same day. You're just both too far away. And then she sends back that she's been thinking about it and perhaps that that she can't take me on. She's overbooked. She's got too many people and blah, 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 and there are so many words that I would like to use, but I know that teens and other people that don't use foul language, but I'm telling you, there were B words, C words, a lot of words, a lot of words that were coming out, and so many things I would have texted, and I was so close because I get vindictive, and I get pissy, When somebody pisses me off and they don't have any reason or right to. I was a paying customer. I had every right to ask her questions. I had every right to interview her. That's what I recommend that you do for everything. Your PT and everything. I did it to my PT before I went in this past one and they weren't offended. But I'm happy. I'm happy. You know, admit that you can't handle me because you are not good enough to do it. Not that I'm being difficult, because I'm a loyal patient. I've proven that. Every week for almost two years, cash money, I'd be worth taking on as a client. But for her to tell me she's so busy and so overbooked, but when I talked to her on Friday, she was able to get me in this Thursday. So when I told my husband, yeah, the fa- I've, I've pissed another fashion person off. I said, she doesn't want to see me. Now, because he, he 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 just said to me last night, oh, I can't believe you gave up fascia for PT as much as you need fascia help, and you did that. And it really hurt me that he said that. So I spent my time last night going, okay, I've got to call this Derek Metzler back because he does counter-strain, and he's supposed to be good, and he's months in advance booked. And then there's this other guy in Western Branch, and then I found somebody else in Williamsburg, and then I slept on it. And when I woke up, I told him, I said, you know, I said, it bothered me that you said that. I said, let me explain this to you. (laughs) I said, as I thought about it overnight, excuse me, I can tell I need to take a sip of water. I'm doing my collagen water Mm. and the Miralax. And now I've got to chase it down with another bottle of water because even though, hey, Emma, go ahead and make your bread. There you go. Even though there's no flavor, there's flavor. Mm. There we go. Now, regular water, just to chase down the no flavor, nasty flavor of the collagen. But I've gotten used to it. So, I thought about it at great lengths. I never in my life had to deal with anybody working on my fascia until my body quit in 2021, and I've been watching my son, and if I had known about fascia and what it was happening when it got traumatized in my body, either after the truck running over my foot or after having surgery, I would have started working on my fascia right then and there, just like I'm doing for my son. But I made it all the way up to 37 before I got pregnant and had a child and then my body started falling apart after my pregnancy. It was me carrying my son in my belly that toggled my pelvis and then it not being fixed immediately after pregnancy. And me continually living life to where it just eventually just worked its way out. And then my quadricep followed suit. My Achilles tendon followed. All these tendons followed. And adhesions just grew to the bone and stuck to the bone. That's what happened. But I was managing just fine. And I don't plan on having another baby. My husband's had the vasectomy, and I think I'm going through the change, and I've got my one and done, my only son, and I am happy-go-lucky because I never thought I'd have him. Once you release a fascial adhesion, it does not grow back. And I've been inundated with emails from block therapy people, the people that sell it, Dina and Quinn, And I tried to get through their video, but they're just so darsh gone, nice and cool. And the cool is what they say. It's so cool. And I believe that block therapy is really good. I think it works. But the thing is, I don't have these deep fascial adhesions they're talking about me sitting on a block for are being ripped off of my bone with fascial remodeling. So I don't feel like I need block therapy for that, but I needed it for the breathing. But do you know how long I would have sat on blocks, sitting there trying to breathe, watching their videos before I would have probably just given up or before I would have gotten what I am reading other people with EDS that have this illness and the blocks therapy do? It takes them months in almost years like it's been with me for my fascia and I honestly believe like right now I'm just going okay I'm tensing up my neck I'm not breathing right and I'm feeling the muscles in my neck Dina or Quinn could not reach through the television or the virtual screen or whatever and touch me on my neck and go do you feel that It doesn't matter how many blocks you sit on. It doesn't matter how many adhesions you release. If you are not breathing into your diaphragm, you're not doing jack's crap. I would have spent $247 on a block buddy and a block baby and then the membership. I got to pay for that. And then I would have spent another friggin' year trying to learn how to breathe. And all it took was somebody yesterday telling me to put my hand on my throat and realize that's why you're going down. I'm sorry. Get a little agitated because I just realized I've been through a hell of a lot in my life. And trying to find practitioners and people to help you that aren't scamming you or that cost a fortune and don't take your insurance is mind-boggling to me and upsets me more than being homeless on the street and not knowing where my next meal was coming from. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) I didn't realize I was
0: going to go that far. This illness takes so much from us. And then you've got individuals just taking the life out of you and sucking the last little bit out of you for every dime and every bit of energy you have trying to sell you on another something or another. And I'm over it. Now remember, if I ever come out with a cute little AWOL Zebra t-shirt, you're more than welcome to buy one, but I'm not trying to fix you. You have to find the modalities that are right for you, and you have to interview these people because you're the one that's taking your time, and you know how difficult it is to get up I almost canceled my appointment for my, my restoration therapy yesterday. I almost canceled because I was just thinking block therapy will be the way for me to go. Block therapy will be the way for me to go. But yesterday after learning, because somebody was right there, I told you, I have to have somebody physically watch me, physically touch me to explain to me. And I can't get that virtually. It doesn't matter how many adhesions I release it's never gonna help me breathe properly. So when I explained to my husband I didn't need anybody working on my fascia before and unless I pop something out because I do an exercise, that's the only reasons I, I've been set back throughout this therapy. It's not because of fascia remodeling. It's because the PTs have had me do exercises I couldn't do. That's why I'm doing the CPT training with NASM. How many more letters can I come up to mean something? I do not know, but let's see. So, yes, I need to have someone that can work on my fascia. I'm working on my cellulite, my wrinkles, and the aesthetic stuff kind of on my own. I don't feel I need to pay somebody for that, although it'd be nice. I don't feel it's fair because I've spent so much money just trying to get out of pain. I'm seeing Ebony tomorrow. I need her to work on these certain spots. I know exactly what I need her to work on, and I want that done, and I'll pay her, and I'm in and out. That's what I want. I sat there telling my husband, I said, I don't need to keep seeking out people to work on my fascia because I'm not having another kid. And I said, I don't sublux things like I used to. Once my pelvis got into place, once my fascia started rebuilding, I didn't, I I don't know. I'm not burning any bridges. I'm not saying that I'm fixed because I'm not. But as long as I don't sublux things, I'm not building new fascial adhesions. My goal is to get down to every two weeks and then I wanna get back to Katrina. Well, I wanna get to every two weeks with my fascial remodeling. And then I want to get to monthly, if not even beyond monthly, to get as my son is on an as needed basis. Like, if he goes ice skating and he falls, I need to schedule him an appointment with Ebony. Because I know she'll put his pelvis back in and get rid of the fascial adhesion. That's just the way it needs to be. I'll never know if this woman in Virginia Beach would have been able to do it. Don't know. She's so daggone booked and overbooked with people that she can get me in less than a week away but she's too darn busy to see me now and i think there's a physical therapist that can help my son I'm because he doesn't really care for for ebony and fashion remodeling he just uh, he doesn't jive with her he's not comfortable and so i need to find somebody else for him I, I need to because i want my son to be comfortable and he he just he doesn't i i stay in the room with him the entire time and he's just looking at me and I can tell he hates every minute of it. He doesn't like, you know, sometimes people's personalities just don't work. And so I am going to try to find someone else that can work on my fascia, but they don't necessarily have to use a Ashley Black Fascia Blaster. I thought this woman would be the end-all be-all. Yes, she's got people that she's helped with pain, but I know... What works for me and sadly I'll never know if this woman could be the end-all be-all and maybe she does something as well but you can't get offended because I ask you questions and then try to pop up with another excuse as to now you can't see me now because you're trying to cut back on your schedule and you're overbooked as it is I'm like well yeah you really are overbooked I you know and I, I guess, you know, I tr- how did I surpass her waiting list? How, you know, if she's so booked up and has a waiting list and a backlog of people, how was she able to get me in five days away? I guess that's what it was, something like that. Just seems like an excuse. She didn't want to see me. My husband, when he realized what I was canceling my facial appointment was <laughs> so I could go in to see somebody that I could breathe I said I told him. I said you just don't understand I said yeah you hurt my feelings when you said that I said because it 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 crushed me at first because I thought oh my gosh I've pissed off somebody else that could have helped me she could have been my saving grace and I spent the whole night writing down numbers thinking okay I gotta call this person I gotta call that person and then I realized Once you get rid of the adhesion, it's gone. I'm chasing down adhesions that are coming off the bone. I'm getting down to the nitty-gritty. I need to be able to breathe. And yesterday, after I found out that I was only breathing into my neck, I was using my neck muscles instead of my diaphragm. It was such an eye-opener that I'm like, okay... When I stand up, I need to go ahead and use my collar because I've got to be able to focus on breathing. And when I'm driving, I can't really put my hand on my neck and make sure that I'm relaxing it. I'm just not, I'm not there yet. I'm not in a position where I can stand up and do an activity. Not if I want to be up for any length of time. I'm not in a position that I am breathing into my diaphragm yet that I can relinquish the neck collar. And I realized that yesterday. And I realized that I need the postural restoration right now more than the fascial remodeling. I've already got a person, although they were a little upset with me, I've already got the person that knows what they're doing and I like what they do. I don't need the added stress of going to this other person and it bummed me out for a little bit. But when my husband was like, well, no, you really do need to breathe. I guess that is kind of important. I apologize. <laughs> he said, I didn't realize you've got so many people that you see. I just thought, he said, there's tons of PTs. I just thought, I can't believe you're giving up somebody to work on your fascia for a PT. But he said, I didn't realize your postural restoration was your PT. And so once he saw it my way... <laughs> Or at least was kind enough to make me think he saw it my way. And once, you know, I sat there and, and, you know, dealt with it in my head. Yeah. This is what I need to do. And I'm confident in my decision. I am going to try to find somebody. I, I really don't want to go to this one guy that's up in Richmond because he's expensive. It's no insurance. I want to try this local place first to see if maybe they can do it because if you attack the adhesions when they occur, when you have a subluxation, get on that adhesion within the month as opposed to 10 years. If you have a surgery, work on your fascia 12 weeks Post stop as opposed to twenty years. <laughs> it's just one of those things. I just made me think of a song, just one of those things. Don't take it personal. I da la, da, da 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 Just one of those things. Take it personal. Oh gosh, what was that song? Who sang that song? I know it. I know it. I just heard it the other day. Sorry, takes me back. Just thinking. But yeah, it is. It's just one of those things. Take charge of your body. Figure out the modalities for you. I still like the idea of this block therapy, but they're just email after email. It's the same Ashley Black email after email. That's why I always say, if you buy something. You know, unsubscribe from the emails because it just gets, it's just the next tool, the next this, the next that. And once you get your arsenal of tools, work those babies before you have to sit there and buy the next big thing. At least that's what I think. Unless you just made money and you're good to go and you just want to keep buying more because you think you need more and you need this special tool. I mean, that's up to you. But I I know what's been working for me, and I want to continue down this path. And now that I have experienced the postural restoration, I feel this next step is all about my breathing, and that's what I need to do. And, And I want to get my appointment done tomorrow. Because if Ebony can just get in and take care of these little areas and then another appointment two weeks away, I think I can really stretch these appointments out and start focusing on my postural restoration. Right now, my glutes are hurting me so badly. I was sitting here with ice on them and now I've moved it to my neck because my neck is is strained. Because, you know, I wasn't breathing properly. But now I know I can get a little bit more time now. I just need to put my neck collar on and focus on breathing into my diaphragm for the get. As opposed to getting up and breathing improperly while I'm doing activities. And then struggling, then grabbing for my neck collar and then hoping I can make it just a few more minutes while I'm hanging over the kitchen counter. Now I have a plan. Get up, get ready, put the collar on, and work on my breathing. I can't drive and touch my neck and work on it. I can't do paperwork and worry about my neck and my breathing. So I've got to give in and take care and wear the collar and that's what I'm going to do and as I said the adhesions don't go back I just need to get these released and finish out my plan and stay the course I thank you for taking the time to listen to me today I hope You have the modalities in your life that you need that are working for you. I'm looking forward to getting back to Katrina and getting a massage because that will keep my fascia where it needs to be. And I'm excited about that. Once I can get rid of the adhesions that I feel in my body, my nose, my left side, and my big toe, I can feel them. That's what feels so darn great. I've been doing this for so long now. I can, I can tell you where they are. I can actually feel them. It's time for me now to get my breathing right. And then I'm going to go to Katrina and have my massage. And then I'll be on a maintenance plan. Baby steps. Pacing myself. I hope you've done your AWOL Zebra agendas. Christy Lynn A AWOL Zebra, thank you for being here. Have a lovely day.